Hi there. You could say that the latest Batwoman episode has got me in my feels, so I'd like to do things a little differently this week and start with the thank yous instead of leaving them to the end. We're three episodes away from the end of the season and we've been having an exciting few days working on this little project. So I'd like to start this episode with thanking everyone who's chosen to spend an hour of their weeks every week with us and reiterate that our favorite thing about Arkham Archives is being part of the Batwoman community. Mm -hmm. Um, We love the growing interactions that we've been having with you all on Twitter. So always feel free to come and chat with us there or Instagram or YouTube. You already know it's at Arkham underscore archives. Also, do let us know if you have any suggestions for Aida's content so we can keep the hype around Batwoman going ahead of what will hopefully be a fourth season. Hashtag um, renew uh, Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> As always. I'm hosting this week. I'm hosting this week so I can't be the resident hashtag renew Batwoman sayer. <laughs> We're here for that. Uh, thank you, Anna. <laughs> I'll add the ding ding. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but now, uh, if you don't know each of us already, I mean, how creepy to think that a total stranger could tell apart my voice. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Fran. I'm hosting this week. I'm joined by my ever loyal cellmates Anna and Inej. How are you feeling today, ladies? Hi. Hi, guys. Kind of waiting for this month to end, honestly. But <laughs> this is the highlight of my week, to be honest. So I'm happy. Same. Uh, yeah, I have to apologize because I have a little cold, so I'm going to be sounding a little congested for this episode. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We have to keep doing the podcast no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah. Yeah, the show must we're go on. We're doing it for always. you. <laughs> Actually, we're doing it for, for ourselves because <laughs> we can't shut yeah, the fuck up. But <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I know personally I felt super happy to be a part of this project lately, speaking of which. Um, We've had the opportunity to interact with the Batwoman writers, especially Maya Houston, which was really exciting. Uh, Then Javicia also listened to our promo clip of Inej ranting about the kid in the woods. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And we all freaked out. Um, We've been talking to our listeners a lot more and we're all excitedly thinking of improvements we can make every week. We work great as a team, I have to say. Yeah. So, (laughs) today, instead of five words to describe the latest episode, this week I want to ask from you five words to describe this project since its birth until now, ten episodes in, because this is our tenth episode and it's a big mark. Ooh, anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. Five words to describe this project. Challenging has been one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like, you know, we've been learning a lot and evolving a lot as we go. Fun, obviously, because, you yeah. know, I get to talk. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I get to talk about my favorite show with some of my favorite people for like three hours every week. So rewarding, kind of, you know, yeah. especially mm-hmm. this week, since we've gotten so many interactions with uh with the writers and with the cast with the fans mostly and that's three emotional kind of because i i feel very proud of what we've been doing recently and how far we've come with the podcast uh especially you know looking at our stats and seeing that people 
seem to like what we're doing here. It means a lot. And lastly, Batastic. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a pun. <laughs> so true. A, a cheat, but yeah, it's, it's just been fantastic. The whole journey we've been on. I really love it all. Yeah, and I have sure. a lot of love for you guys. So, aww, love you too. <laughs> Cute. If anyone brings this up in the future, I'll deny it. But <laughs> we have proof now. Uh, for me, I also had the word challenging here. <laughs> Don't want to start with the negative, but yeah, I think we help each other out every week, and it's been kind of challenging in the way that we're always improving and seeing what each of us. Um, what skills we have that we can share with each other to make this better. And that's really nice. Um, mm -hmm. I also wrote chaotic because we are chaotic every week. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Also exciting and fun. And, and I also wrote bonding because I think having this dedicated time to talk each week has really bonded us more than mm -hmm. we already yeah. were. And that's really nice. And also with other fans, I personally wasn't in the Batwoman fandom at all. Uh, I didn't even have a fandom Twitter for Batwoman. And now it's so nice to see everyone's tweets. And when they interacted with us, it's always a really nice com community feeling. And yeah, that's something Same. I wasn't expecting at all. And mm -hmm. last, lastly, I just wrote that this is our baby. <laughs> <laughs> because so really true. I really feel <laughs> like it's something we've created and now it's evolving. So it's like it's growing up, you know? <laughs> it really is. That's literally how it feels yeah. like. Thank you. That was great, girls. I'm sorry I put you on the spot. <laughs> okay, I know we can get a bit chatty, but come on, 10 episodes is a landmark. But now let's get into it. Cue the jingle, please. Okay, let's recap. This week, Pam continued on her vengeance plot against all environment killers in Gotham, taking it a little too far and freaking out even Mary, her number one fan. Alice asked for the help of the Bat team to rescue Mary, and Jada gave Ryan a Marcus ultimatum. So, I'm curious to start our chatting this week, because I've heard some rumors that Ineas isn't so con content this week. <laughs> um, and that definitely comes as a surprise to me, because I love this episode personally. So, ladies, before we get into the details, quick and straightforward, out of 10, what are, what are we giving this episode? For me, it was, I would say, a strong 8. It had non-stop action mixed with a lot of character dynamics. And I feel like it could have easily have been messy, but somehow it all worked perfectly. Uh, I do have to say that some arcs could have been stretched more, but I think I'm going to talk this later in the episode, but I think it might be at fault of a shorter okay. season and not this episode specifically. Mm -hmm. So I think this, this episode wrapped up a lot of storylines that needed to be wrapped up. And maybe it was a bit fast, but I'm overall I'm really content with it because it was fast-paced and I was entertained as always. Yeah. What about you, Inish? Uh, I'd give it a seven and a half, probably. 
Um, you know, as Fran said, I have some opinions of this episode, but from what you just said, I think we share a lot of them because mm -hmm. this wasn't my favorite episode in the sense that even though it was like action packed and rushed in a good way, kind of, it, like you said, it wrapped up some storylines that I thought wouldn't, you know, just come to a conclusion like that. So I was kind of disappointed about that. Mm. Um, and yeah, but I agree with you, though, in the sense that I think it's at fault of, you know, a short season more so than it is the, the actual writing or anything like that, because mm -hmm. I really loved a lot about this episode, most of it, actually. Um, and yeah, I'm really happy with some of the progress we got on some fronts with the characters but at the end of the day i kind of felt like it was a bit of a filler episode despite how much it happened oh. uh yeah and i feel like interesting yeah i feel like i'll be able to explain it more as we start digging into our questions Okay. okay, so let's let's do that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you guys said, there was no time to breathe in this episode. I felt like um, the writing and the directing were both electric, and the performance I thought were epic, especially mm -hmm. by one Miss Nicole Kang. Um, her evolution in this episode had my mind spinning a little. So let's break it down into pieces. So <laughs> let's start with Mary and Pam. What did you think of this dynamic? Was it everything you had hoped for? Maybe cut too short? Yeah, definitely cut too short for me. Yeah. I I was hoping for a lot more. Not in, you know, what the actresses delivered, because I think they both did fantastic. But having the season build up to this whole Mary and Ivy team up and then having it for one episode yeah. was, yeah, it felt kind of flat for me. You know, it kind of showed, this episode kind of showed, like, toxic positivity from Pam to Mary, you know? Like, she was egging her on to be a worse person. <laughs> um, like, sure, she was giving her, you know, the support, the love and attention that the bad fam didn't give her, mm -hmm. uh, in a way. But at the same time, she wasn't doing it to Mary's benefit, really. She was you know, trying to get her to be more like her, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But yeah, with that being said, I really like their dynamic. I think the actresses worked great together, but I just hoped for more. I wanted more of a build-up with Mary, like, really looking up to Pam uh, yeah, up until she, like, had this moment where she realized, oh, no, this is fucked up, actually, and, uh, you know, made the choice to go to the bad team rather than Pam just I mean rather than Mary just ending up with the bad team because uh Pam took her out kind of out of the equation yeah I I don't know I'd like some more agency for Mary yeah I agree with that I was hoping for a bit more grayness on Pam's part um honestly but no she was just straight up evil from the beginning of the episode trying to control mary into giving her the power and that wasn't the feeling that i had with the character before i thought mm -hmm. she there was a part of her that genuinely wanted uh, like a sidekick yeah wanted a sidekick and cared for mary 
But no, her whole plan was very, you know, black and white. She was just evil. And I I was hoping for a bit more indecision from her. Mm-hmm. But I guess, uh, looking back, it just made things more painful for us, for us to watch, to see Mary being completely That's betrayed. True. Yeah. yeah. But I also feel we needed more. I completely agreed with Inesh that just one episode just didn't really work. Uh, I really wanted the build-up of Mary trusting her more and more. So then we have the complete hurt that she she's betrayed and she can't believe. Yeah, uh, a big disappointing moment. Yeah, yeah, it was it was missing that, and I think for such an iconic character, we really deserved a bit more. I think it was a bit anticlimactic. I think for yeah. what they teased. Yeah. I, I really so, think that's the the whole thing, the whole mm-hmm. word for this episode, anticlimactic. Yeah. Mm. So, would you guys say that uh, that Mary's big emotional scene at the holdup was uh, justifiable, or that because we had such short development for her and Pam, that despite the fact that it was something that we were expecting and everything that she said was what we were expecting the storyline to go uh, in that direction. Because we had such a short time with her and Pam when she was all like, finally I have someone who cares for me. Do you guys feel like it was justifiable or a bit um, dramatic, too dramatic for the actual scenes that we got of them? No, I think for her, she was really needing that person that cared for her. So she really went for it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just on the part of Pam, the fact she was putting an act that it was clearly all an act to get the power. I wasn't expecting it. I genuinely believed that she cared for Mary and I would like her to be a bit more grey in that sense. But if I was Mary, I completely understand uh, the fact that she reacted like that because she really trusted her. And yeah, it doesn't matter how much time has passed. The the emotional hurt is the same for her. Just okay. for us viewing, it's it didn't feel the same, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. I think there's a big difference in this storyline between uh, looking at it from the point of view of a viewer and looking at it from the point of view of Mary as a character. Because like you said, she was, you know, really looking up to Pam and really feeling all these strong feelings about her because she was she basically created her and mm-hmm. by doing so gave her the the liberation that she didn't know she needed. So I feel like uh, her big emotional scene was warranted in that sense that she really was feeling all of that. And, you know, the little love that Pam showed her was amplified by how she felt about, you know, what the bad team did. And ah, about so she was projecting. Kind of, sort of. Because, you know, I think it was all amplified by the situation because, you know, she was upset at the bad team and suddenly there's like this person that gave her a shred of the love and attention that she was looking for. So she really gravitated towards that. And I feel like to her, it was a very genuine moment when she snapped at the bad team. But for us as viewers, you know, we didn't like because we didn't get all that build up to us it might have felt a little overdramatic, even though it was pretty pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I did say in the last episode that I couldn't wait for a scene where we got all our characters together in one room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just so clear the chemistry between this entire cast. And this this scene, it was obvious how amazingly well they work together. So did it hurt for you as much as it did for me to see Mary go on that rampage against everyone and insulting everyone and hitting everyone's weakest uh, wounds? Oh yeah, uh, for me, it definitely hurt, but I also really enjoyed that moment. It was a very queen shit moment for Mary. And <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed, honestly, because I knew that wouldn't last long. And the pacing was amazing. And I really think it took me on a roller coaster because I laughed so hard when she was throwing just insults left and right, you know? <laughs> like, my my personal favorite was the... And the queen of unemployment. And then, so- <laughs> and then Sophie going, I didn't even say anything. <laughs> and then how priceless. quickly. But that part, then she was like, but you're here, aren't you? And then it just yeah. changed to painful so quickly mm-hmm. from the laugh, from the laughter. Because Mary was like filled with tears right after when she was like, but you're here. And that's what counts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a roller coaster in the sense that you were laughing, but then it quickly turned to, oh no, this is really painful. Mostly the shift when Ryan tells her she actually killed someone. Mm-hmm. And there was incredible acting from Nicole because I could feel it in my bones, like the moment that she felt that, oh no, I actually did this. But I think, you know, it was definitely the best way to do it. To get Mary back to normal, uh, it was just confronting her as a doctor, that she had killed someone. I don't see a better way to do it. As far as the scene goes, Mary said uh, these hands are rated E for everyone when she went (laughs) around handing out insults left and right. (laughs) Um, I feel like we all kind of experienced that where um, we were laughing one moment and crying the next to that scene. Because like it was really fucking funny when Mary was (laughs) ditching out insults um to to everyone because you know she has a point she kind of has a point nicole is just a brilliant actor i mean mm-hmm. not to be biased but they all are but nicole in that moment you know she really made me ache and she did that a lot in this episode in um, the season yeah in this in yeah. the show <laughs> she made season three her bitch like honestly she just has this changes in her face that are so subtle but they're Mm -hmm. so good that's what gets me it's not the dialogue it's just her face just makes me emotional i feel like we we mentioned pam and uh that it was a bit cut short but also uh i'm going to bet here that another source of discontentment for you guys might have been the developments um that we got to mary and alice's relationship because Mm They did have their big angsty moment, but most of the insights that we got into what they were feeling basically came from Alice and in conversations with Ryan. So did you also feel like you needed more? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like Alice just this season was very much a side character in Mary's arc, which is fine, you know, to give her the protagonism she deserved and that Alice got to have last season. But I think we had a lot of development on their relationship for it to end kind of like this, you know, in this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they're just using Alice's character to inform characters of plot points that they need 
or like to be a mm -hmm. side character in other relationships. Uh, and like they could have given her just a small scene to show that development instead of her um, telling Ryan, you know, uh, like I know, for example, Alice couldn't have been in that group scene when Mary wakes up because, you know, that's too emotionally deep for Alice. So it wouldn't make sense that she would be there. But couldn't they have had one scene like alone at the holdup where Alice like screams at her for mind controlling and, you know, almost getting herself killed. I think it would be really easy just mm -hmm. to give us these small scenes that show their progression and it would feel less like Alice was a side character and more like they were developing uh, that bond and their that relationship that shouldn't just end because they're back in a group, you know? Yeah, because like what's the future for them now? What does yeah. it look like? I have no idea. I can see Alice being a bit more a part of the group because of the bad team, because you saw that they needed her to save Mary. But yeah, for example, why couldn't um, Alice go with them to to save Mary? I know that uh, Luke with the suit is better for that, but with the attachment that Alice has for Mary, why couldn't she go as well? You know, me, deep, there's no need for insults. <laughs> That's uh, what... Alice said this episode and um, I feel like the show kind of strays away from showing that deep side to Alice a lot and I'm not very much into that but still I think that I was pretty okay with Alice and Mary's development in this episode up until the point the episode ended and we didn't get that one final Alice and Mary scene. I feel exactly. like that would have been, you know, all that took to wrap it up kind of nicely. Because we left off at this point where Mary cares about Alice, Alice cares about Mary. But still when Mary came to, she, you know, she wasn't like, where's Alice? You know? Yeah. And... I don't know. I feel like that final scene would have really hit the nail on the head as far as their storyline goes because, you know, now it felt kind of flat because you have Alice caring about Mary this entire episode and then you don't get that reward of her seeing Mary okay. And yeah, she, she doesn't even ad address Alice at all. That felt yeah. so and, weird. Yeah, and I felt I felt a little uncomfortable when she was like, "I finally find someone who who like empowers me or whatever." And she was talking about them when Alice was supposed to be that person for marrying the starlight. Yep. It wasn't supposed to be Pam, I don't think. So that was exactly. yeah, that was weird for me. Yeah, because we went on this whole journey with. You know, Alice showing support to Mary despite everything. You know, she was there when Mary was going through this whole um, this whole process of becoming Ivy and accepting the powers and learning what to do with them. So it's kind of ungrateful almost that Mary sees Pam as a support system, but not Alice. That's why she feels like a side character, you know? It felt like she was just there for plot reasons and now that plot ended and that's it. And that left me really unsatisfied, you know? Mm -hmm. I needed a bit more. Hopefully we get another scene in the next episode. 
uh, with them writing their relationship in this way, I kind of want a storyline where Alice distanced herself on purpose because now Mary is Mary again and she feels like now that she's not a villain and going through shit that she won't want to be around her anymore, kind of. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I kind of want that because I want Mary to be the one to go after Alice for once. Um and so that would make a lot of sense because you can see that Alice this episode is just going back to her old ways in the sense that she's just drinking and, you know, ignoring that she cares for Mary. So it would make a lot of sense if Mary went to her and be like, hey, uh, are you OK? Like we have mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want her to, you know, reassure Alice that just because she changed doesn't mean the the thing that they've built has to change. Mm hmm. So yeah. I think I'd be satisfied with that. I think I'd forget mm -hmm. about this episode not having that one scene with that because yeah, then yeah. it would make sense for Alice to have distanced herself from the plot, the Mary plot. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, we did get some Hamill Fox crumbs. Um, worried Luke and also his comment about uh, Mary's eyes. There's nothing platonic about that. Even Alice knows For it. Sure. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> so imagine a world where Luke is the primary presence there for Mary in her recovery. Wouldn't that be something? There, I hope. Yeah, talk about people who have chemistry with each other, honestly. I know. <laughs> Those from two. across the room. From yeah. across the room. Yeah, but in your question, yeah, that would be something. And I think we deserve it. I think we've reached a point that... Crumbs are not enough writers. We need we need something. We need because, substance. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one that one sentence about the eyes. I was just screeching and you know making Same. all kinds of faces, and I had to pause the episode, and it was just one moment. So I, I'm not gonna survive when they actually have you know scenes together. Literally. Can we talk about my other favorite scene where? Um, Luke is carrying Mary home from the dam. That yes. was the bridal carry. The bridal carry. <laughs> like, please talk about tropes with Wildmore. They also get to have some tropes, and it's it's really fun. <laughs> oh, they have a lot of tropes. Yeah. Namely, a gigantic slow burn, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> really gigantic. It's fine. <laughs> is it? Is it though? I mean. It might be fine if we get a fourth season, but if this is where it ends, not fine. No, not hashtag renew Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag renew Batwoman. If we say it enough times, it'll happen. It'll happen. We're manifesting. <laughs> I just love Hamil Fox, man. I, I love the whole... They didn't start out as enemies, honestly, but they were just so annoying to each other. And now we're here, you know? Started from the bottom. <laughs> now we're here. Always. Uh, <laughs> Seems but... to trope like Wildmore, it's the same. <laughs> they kind of yeah. hold each other. Yeah, just the writers giving us all we hope for and all the tropes. I love it. You know, it's very clear that they care about each other. I don't know if they're ready to take that step into, you know, a romantic zone yet. But it's undeniable how much Luke cares about Mary and... You know, Mary mm -hmm. clearly cares cares about Luke because she was very hurt by what he did. And you're not hurt if you're indifferent, you know. 
Um, so I'm very much looking forward to what the future holds for them. Uh, hashtag renew Batwoman. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, as, as good as some actors are, you can clearly tell when the chemistry isn't there or when they don't care about each other one way or the other. And that's not what happens with Batwoman. And I feel like that really... Um, that really contributes to the drive that the show has and the pull it has on us as viewers because it feels very genuine. Whatever you see on screen, it doesn't feel forced. Mm -hmm. It feels natural. And, you know, I just, I just, you know, I could talk the whole day about how much I love this cast and these characters <laughs> and these relationships, but, you know, we don't have the time. So I guess I'm going to let us move on to the next topic now. <laughs> No, I just I just wanted to say about them uh, what you said that uh, now it's a good time that they continue their relationship, and I totally agree because I think now that Mary is home and you know Luke is is feeling better about the whole uh, anxiety situation, but I think it's a perfect time that they can help each other. You know, um, Luke can help her with the guilt that she's feeling, while she can also help him. Uh, get the confidence back to to be Batwing, and things are a bit calmer. I think things are going to get chaotic now with Marcus, but you know, I think I'm hoping for some development in this uh, three episodes that we have left because I feel like it's a really Same. good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even if they don't, I don't think they're going to get into a rela relationship this season. But I think we could still uh, have some good steps. So now that uh, Poison Mary is officially over, are we satisfied with the way that they wrapped that storyline up? No. Yeah, I think it's kind of what we said. It was a bit anticlimactic the way it happened. It should have um, happened for longer. But I'm very happy that Mary's back with the bad team. I really missed that dynamic. Uh, yeah, I think they had to wrap it up. And I wish we had a few more episodes with it. But like I said, I think it was the way to do it was Mary realizing that she killed someone and that's not her, uh, yeah, her dealing with the guilt. So basically, I think it's well written. It just wasn't given the space necessary to breathe, you know, and for it to feel more organic. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take a different approach here and be a pouty child. Um... <laughs> I'm not ready to say goodbye to Poison Mary. I I'm just not. I was into it uh and I I feel like this ending was very definitive, you know. But I kind of wish and want for the writers to bring it back every now and again. Because at this point, we don't even know if Mary kept any of the powers or if um, Pamela oh, yeah. took everything. And I kind of wish, I really hope that Mary, you know, would retain some pizzazz, you know. I, I really love Mary's humanity and that's always what's driven me towards that character. Like, she can fight, she can whatever. Um, she's, you know just someone who's very skilled at what she does, who loves people and who has a great drive to do stuff. But 
you know, selfishly, because I love Poison Ivy as a character, I really, really want Mary to retain some powers, some capacity mm -hmm. of powers. That would be cool. Yeah. So in that sense, I wasn't really satisfied with the way they wrapped up the Poison Mary storyline. But, you know, other than being a child and nitpicky, I think it was... It was pretty well done, and it was time for it to, like, come to an end. Yeah, I felt like in this episode, it was the first time where I was like, oh, shit, I miss whole Mary so much. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it was same. because they put her around the bat team a little yeah, bit more. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just Alice or... And also because she was around Pam, who was being just too evil for Mary. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm ready to let Poison Mary go. Yeah, and I think since we got yeah. to that point of no return that we kept talking about with her killing the the guy, it only made sense for things to like... Because it, it can't get worse than that. I mean, the worst would be instead of killing one guy, Mary kills the whole city. Um, yeah. So And we're not doing that to this character. So I feel like it only made sense since we reached that high for it to come back to normal now. But... But yeah. Now on to our other poisonous plant lady. Mm -hmm. um, Bridget Regan is the definition of a scene stealer and Pamela was so powerful in this episode. And as much as her eco-fascist ways and the way that she was hurting Mary had me a little on the fence in this episode, I am for sure going to miss her like hell. So two things. We were wrong. Renee and Pam did get their happy ending. And in Coriana. So, what did you think of this wrap-up? And could Coriana mean we will see them again? Yeah, I think that's, that's why they sent them there, definitely as a way to put the characters somewhere that they can bring them back uh, to Batwoman. And I think, so I think that definitely will happen in the future. It was kind of nice that they got a happy ending. Uh, but on the other hand, I think it was too quick and kind of uh, too easy of a solution. Because, you know, the OG was supposed to be this big evil that was so hard to mm -hmm. defeat that even Batman couldn't uh, hold her and had to put her away instead of killing her. And what was supposed to be an epic fight to put down the OG was kind of just a regular one. And I, f I felt like we needed a bit more out of that. Uh, I did like the method, though, with Mary getting the antidote and then... Tricking her was kind of cool, but overall, mm, I don't know. I wanted more. I wanted the, the resolution to be a bit more dramatic. Mm -hmm. uh, about um, the ending with Renee and Pam, I think it was just the right, right amount of over dramatic, you know, with the, the putting her on a plane and then <laughs> making her choose between dying or going with her to an island <laughs> that was cool i, I loved mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i have to say i really liked the conclusion with them going to coriana i have no problem with that but i did have a problem with how we got there because like mm -hmm. you said uh ivy was supposed to be this great villain that even batman had trouble containing and i feel like it was you know sort of a very easy, very easy solution to the problem. Like, I was expecting this big fight. I was expecting something that would be drawn out until the end of the season and then we'd get Marquis for the next season. 
Um, but that's clearly not where the show is going. So I was kind of a lot disappointed with that. And like you, I feel like this goodbye was very final. Uh, I don't think mm. we'll be seeing them again. No? I think, yeah, no, I don't okay. think so. I think, you know, we ship them off to Koreana. Like, I also think we won't be seeing Sophia again, even though we know Alice has her stacked away somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but Sophia is kind of in a coma. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a bit different. Yeah, no? but I don't think we'd... I don't think we have a reason to go back to Koreana, you know? Uh, and I also don't think there'll be a reason for these characters to come back. I mean, this is supposed to be their retreat, kind of. You know, that place where Ivy can do whatever the fuck she wants and Renee doesn't have to care about her hurting someone. Um, so I don't see them coming back, which is kind of a bummer because... You know, yeah, Renee left. Sick. Yeah, first of all, I love the characters and the actresses, so it's sad on mm -hmm. that end. But then Renee left um, Ryan as Batwoman with this whole problem now with Jada because of the joy buzzer. Uh, like, it was her problem that she created, and now Batwoman yeah, has true. to deal with it, so... I hadn't thought about it, that, but that's true. So I think she really got away easy with that one. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Still on Renee, though. This is my making-ish proud moment of the week. I did spot that Birds of Prey reference with Alice saying she'd be singing like a canary. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, as a final note on the whole Pam and Renee situation, I just want to say that and I think you guys agree. I just want to say that I think Victoria and Bridget were great additions to the cast mm -hmm. for the time that they spent in the show. And, you know, if this is goodbye, they will be sorely missed because, you know, I just, I really love them. I think the cast loved them as well. Uh, I know Nicole was posting about how much she loved working with Bridget in the Poison Ivy, Poison Mary scenes. And yeah, if this is goodbye, just know that you left a mark. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now that Gotham's lesbian population has been shortened by two members, let our day ones shine. <laughs> so Ryan was unbearably cute in this episode regarding all things Sophie. I don't know how Sophie managed to keep herself from kissing her again. <laughs> the way that uh, she, the, the way that Ryan was looking at her the whole time. Um, it, this episode, I guess, was a bit of a halt to their storyline after last week's big moment, but I'm not mad. Um, but how did you guys feel about it? Uh, I really love this episode as far as Wild Moor goes, actually. Um, I feel like, you know, with all they have on the table, it would make it would make sense for Ryan to avoid the topic for you know a whole week until they got their shit figured out, um, and I think that might happen again next week. But I agree with you. I think Ryan was absolutely you know cute this episode. I love seeing Javicia yeah. smile on screen. She's you know oh, yeah. She's I was dying. She was. She's such. A baby. Um, <laughs> but I was dying, you know. In that final scene between her and Sophie, when she flashed that big smile, my heart was melting. Hmm. 
uh, and I, I don't know, know how. Same. Yeah, I don't know how Sophie didn't kiss her right then and there. <laughs> exactly. True. That was my. That was what I was thinking. <laughs> she was being strong. She was like, mm. <laughs> she's waiting for her now. Yeah, she's, she's waiting, waiting for, for Ryan it. to make her move now. No, yeah, literally. Come from Ryan she now. <laughs> she's being strong right now. You know, but I also relate to what Ryan said that you know Sophie was wrong. That didn't clear things up for her it only clouded her mind more it makes sense that she's feeling like this because you know this was someone she once hated and now she's being confronted with all these feelings that she actually likes her so I think actually one of the most important moments for me uh, was when Ryan was with Alice in in the car and Alice is saying like yeah, isn't it obvious that you like her or something like that? Because, yeah, Ryan, like, she needed someone to, you know, put it into words. And now she's she's just realizing, oh, yeah, this is this is all real and I have to deal with this. I thought it was hilarious that we had this interaction, not only with Wildmore, but also other people around them are starting to realize that they have feelings so you yeah. have yeah Luke being really confused about what was happening and then the scene with Alice and I'm just really also liking that dynamic that now they kind of have to go public you know and they're very confused because they don't they <laughs> didn't even figure out for themselves and now they have to tell people kind of and I think that that's a really fun place for them to be right now yeah, it's like a relief from all the tension everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're being so cheeky and like shy around each other. Yeah. And at the same time, you have all these big things happening, people dying and stuff. And then you have wild. And they're like, like smiling oh, in the like, background. You know, I like, you know, I like <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I, in the middle of all this, I really feel for Luke. <laughs> she, he already yeah. has to deal with all of this being clueless. Imagine when they get together. <laughs> Oh boy. It's really Hopefully by then you'll have Mary so it'll balance things out. Oh, I hope. Yeah, but it shouldn't be a surprise to Luke, you know. He's been there with them at the cabin, at the road trip, like he should know. He should. But... He holds that candle like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say though, I really love that uh Alice is kind of like the one person Ryan kind of has been confiding on forcefully. Uh, forcefully. Because, you know, yeah, she doesn't have so Mary true. to talk about this with. She, you know, doesn't tell Luke about anything. And, you know, Alice, uh, because she has no shame, she's just like poking the bear with it. So Ryan is forced yeah. to talk about it and confront it. And I think... I find it really funny that she has to do that with someone she doesn't particularly like. So, <laughs> Okay, and what did you think about Luke's Batwing storyline resolution? Are you excited to see him on the field in the remainder of the season? Yes, I'm very ready for it. Uh, I think this was just a natural progression from last episodes. And what really gave me chills was when he said... No voice but my voice. Oh, yeah. That was, was so powerful. I think that was one of my like favorite Luke moments or lines ever. Like, incredible. Same. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just very biased towards Luke. So I will be excited for any storyline that they give him. 
and I think it it was finally time that you know uh, this Batwing storyline moved along and I think we're gonna get some good scenes before the the season ends and I think it's what we talked about that next season it's gonna be the season that it's all gonna happen hashtag renew Batwoman <laughs> <laughs> every time <laughs> Yeah, I just, you know, love Luke, as we said many, many times. Uh, I love, yeah. I don't think this is like the conclusion to his Batwing storyline or a resolution in that sense. I think we're kind of just getting started with him. (laughs) Okay. Um, In the best possible way, of course. Um, But yeah, I love that. You know, just last week we were complaining about how his storyline was very stagnant. And now we got this huge Luke moment uh, of him putting on the suit again to save Mary. And, you know, how not to get emotional. Um, <laughs> A baby. Yeah. I mean, all of them. I, I date all of them, but they're also all my babies. Um <laughs> It's complex, uh, but, um, you know, I just, I got so happy. And like you said, that line hit me deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke finally finally realizing that he was the one standing on his own way. Um, you know, the the expectations he feels he has on him, the trauma he's been through, um, you know, it's more things that were in his head more than actual people placing them there. Yeah. And I'm really happy for him that, you know, I hope the writers won't like make this a linear thing and that in the future he'll have some setbacks. But I'm happy that he managed to get to a place where he's able to recognize that and take back some of the power that he felt he didn't have. Is there anything else that you guys want to add? Yeah, I just I just have an it's not a very good comment, but it's just a note that so we can freak out about Sophie's because that side <laughs> hug was really cute. And I I really smiled when Alice said, Soph dear, can you fix this? <laughs> and that was hilarious. And I just take all my Sophie's crumbs, you know. And I want more scenes from them. It's so funny how Alice just gets under everyone's skin in the best of ways. We already talked about it, but Alice and Sophie, they're very much like water and olive oil. Like, they don't mix in any way. Uh, But it's still so fun to watch them. Is Alice gonna go back to being her roommate? Oh. (laughs) Please. I mean, she's back to being a wanted criminal, so probably not. Yeah, because Ryan said that Alice is on her own when she asked for help. Yeah, uh, rude as always. Yeah, rude. <laughs> um, so really, we have no idea what's going to happen with Alice now. I think they're going to need Alice in the team. And then uh, Sophie's like, okay, fine, you can stay. You know, you're a wanted mm-hmm. criminal, but we need you. Uh, probably in this Marcus storyline thing, because she always has information information that the team doesn't have. So it might go that way, but I don't think they're putting her back in Arkham at all. 
So I think that's the not. only solution. Yeah, they better not. I have no idea at this point in the season what the next season will bring about. Do you think the Marquis storyline is going to continue or are they going to wrap it up in three episodes? Honestly, I think they're going to wrap it up. Really? If they had, yeah, if they had kept the the Poison Ivy storyline going on, I would expect for Marquis to transition into the next season. But with Ivy gone, I think he's going to be the big bad and he's going to be defeated by the season finale. And to finish off, since we're really entering the Joker era now, let's play a betting game. What I want from you is three predictions for the last three episodes of season three, and none can coincide between the three of us. And um, on our Arkham Archives fa finale, we'll see how we fare. I have no idea what the prize should be for who gets the most right, though. So <laughs> suggestions are welcome. But basically, yeah, three from each of us and all different. Okay, my first one, I think that by the end of the season will have like a definition to Wildmore's um, relationship because so mm. far we're like in this weird gray area with them. I mean, not weird, but <laughs> we're in this gray area with them where they aren't dating, but they're into each other, but they're not talking about it. So yeah. I think we'll get a clear picture of where Wildmore is headed when we finish mm -hmm. the season. Okay, yeah. Anna. Okay, I think with Luke, we're going to see um, him becoming Batwing, but in the sense that there's going to be a definitive scene where he saves someone, and that's going to be, you know, the boosts and the actual way that he's a superhero now. I'm thinking, I think we're missing this, and I can see that happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. My number, my bet number one is that Alice's visions are going to come back. Okay, I'd nice. like that. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping mm. for that. I think Mary and Alice will sort their shit out and Mary will take a strong stance about Alice being her sister. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think we're going to have a definitive answer as if if Ryan and Luke are half siblings and I think they're going to be okay so your prediction nice. is that Ryan and Luke are going to be half siblings mm -hmm. and I think okay. it's going to be a, in the last episode okay review. I think that Marcus is going to die yeah Ooh. good prediction <laughs> The third one is always the hardest. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to be absolutely wrong because the writers don't want to give me this one thing, but Commissioner Sophie Moore is all I have to say. <laughs> I'm manifesting it. I want it. I want Sophie to like have a big purpose again. I want Sophie and Ryan, you know, once the Gallery of Rogues is done with, I want them to go after villains together. And mm -hmm. I want Sophie, you know, to have a purpose out of the scope of the bad team. I want her to really, with the storyline she had going on in the second season, I want her to really be a part of the change she wants to see in the world. 
And I think she would really get to do that as commissioner because, you know, despite being kind of restricted by the position and the expectations and the powers that be, that would always be, you know, oppressing her to act a certain way. I feel like there's a lot of good that Sophie could do. And I think there's also a lot of good of seeing someone like her and with the ideals she has in front of, you know, such a powerful force. So I want to see mm -hmm. that. And Commissioner Moore, I'm manifesting, I'm hoping, I'm praying, I'm on my hands and knees begging the writers, please, Commissioner Moore. I'm very yeah, passionate because... about this, if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> because Sophie had a lot of personal development, but in terms of her own storyline, I think we're missing that. Okay. And your third one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's my wish that we get a Hamil Fox actual scene of them helping each other and talking about what they're feeling right now and what they went through. That was, yeah, hoping, but also kind of think we're going to have something like that. Okay. My third and final prediction is that Mary still has some of her powers. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so as a recap, Anna, your three predictions are? Go. Okay, so my first one is that Luca's Batwing is going to have a really important moment and he saves someone. The second one is that Ryan and Luke find out they're half-siblings. And the third one uh, is that Hamil Fox is going to have a really important conversation and a moment between them. Okay, Inês, go, your three predictions. Okay, my three predictions, summing it up, are uh, a definition to Wildmore's relationship, uh, Mary coming forth and really standing her ground as Alice's sister, and lastly, Commissioner Sophie Moore. Okay, and my three predictions are Alice's visions come back, Marcus is going to die, and Mary is going to find out she still has some of her powers. I'll go back to this audio and then when we record our very last episode of Arkham Archives for this season, hashtag Renew Batwoman, <laughs> hashtag Renew Batwoman. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we can um, compare them and I don't know, whoever has more predictions correct has to win something. I don't know what, but we'll figure that we'll out. We'll figure it out. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it out there, right. Javicia, if you're listening to this, drop the link of where you got your that symbol necklace oh <laughs> i'm just saying. okay i wasn't expecting that <laughs> i didn't saying. know where that sentence was going <laughs> same <laughs> i just wanted she's always wearing it um you know in the pictures she posts on instagram and i think it's so pretty i just wanted so javicia that's our gift fair if we get shit right, so just tell us where you got it or how oh, you got it custom cute. made and, you know, whoever oh. gets the most predictions right gets a necklace. Okay, so if you're one of the few who makes it to the very end, I love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much once again for listening. Thoughts, comments, ratings and follows are always appreciated, as you know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Arkham underscore archives. Don't be shy. 
join our community of Arkham inmates. Well, unless you think that's weird and creepy, just join us as a regular podcast listener. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Anyways, goodbye for now and see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.